Coin Podcast. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm your boy Waleed, the other side of the coin. And today's episode is brought to you by Blue Moon and White Claw. For all you motherfuckers talking shit about White Claw. White Claw's for sissies, man. Hey, man, we're not going to get into it. <laughs> it's a good-ass drink, fool. <laughs> Only sorority girls drink White Claw, man. What you trying to say, fool? I don't know. You, you could take Do I that. look like a goddamn sorority girl? You, you, you? Could, you could take that however you want and run with it. You know, that's, that's not on you, man. It's on, it's on you. <laughs> it's not on you, man. That's just on you. Yeah. Man, so, see, I think we could just get right into this real quick. This is actually a funny-ass first question I want to ask because I feel like both of us know the fucking answer to this because it's kind of already happened to our people. What? If a group of people just came to your country from overseas, <laughs> what advice would you give to them? Get on the first plane and turn around and go back home. <laughs> that's, that's what I would tell them. Get the fuck out. Ain't nothing to see. Hey, bro, on the other side of the thing that I was thinking about was just like, there was a group of people that came to my country overseas. Yeah. My it's, advice to them is stay the fuck away from my people. <laughs> <laughs> go the fuck back to your home country. Yeah, man. Hey, it's crazy, though, because um, white people in particular, uh, they get they get weird looks in Sudan, you know, and they'd be there to help, you know, they'd be like good hearted people there for like UN or like peacekeeping missions and shit. Oh, dead ass. Nine times out of 10, any white folk that goes willingly to travel to like a third world country, especially in Africa, bro, because like you look so different over there. Like if you see like a white person, like walking across like the market or something or like the mall or just like any street, like literally everybody will just, everybody will just stop what they're doing and just stare at them, you know? Yeah. Nah, man. Nah, bro, you're not wrong at all. It's, like, literally sticking out. Because, like, for some people, it's, like, the first time they've seen a non-Sudanese person, like, in their life. And that's just the reality of it. I mean, bro, even in that sense, like, that's probably the first time a lot of them even seen an actual African. To them, what's the difference between a Nigerian and a Sudanese? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though the differences are pretty clear to me. (laughs) pretty clear to me nah but to answer your question what was the question again uh if a group of people just came to your country from overseas what advice would you give them besides go to fuck back home yeah i would i would let them know like in, in all seriousness just um well first of all the advice that i would give would be before they even get there right because you'd be a fool to just go to sudan off a whim just to explore by right? yourself yeah like, what? you're not gonna have a good time but if you really want to go and you bout it. You, you got to do some serious planning beforehand. You got to have a really good Sudanese friend that is going to be there with you every step of the way. You need a goddamn tour guide. You yeah. Be, but a, like you said, a friend or somebody. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's not going to fuck with you. So you got to have somebody that's well connected. You got to have somebody that knows uh, multiple cities inside out. And you got to have somebody that will just be willing to explain the culture and all its nuances as you go along. So like if you stop for food uh, or something... Uh, you're not going to know what the fuck to order. Somebody's going to have to walk you through that. Uh, there's a lot of like cultural practices and traditions that you're going to, depending on how long you're staying there, that you're going to notice that might not make a lot of sense to you. And you're going to need somebody there to explain to you why the fuck certain people do that shit. You know what I mean? Thanks. So uh, you got to have a buddy. That's that's the that's the my buddy biggest piece of travel my advice. My buddy. My buddy. I go, he go. Nah, you right, bro. And honestly, I figure it's probably the same exact thing as Sudan, bro, because... In India, it's like little things like even just going and getting some food or some shit. Bro, if you walking around sticking like a sore thumb, like you don't belong, you're getting your ass ripped off. Yeah. Like a motherfucker. You fuck around, pay 400 rupees for a sandwich that would normally cost you like 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in your mind, you see 400 rupees, it's like, oh, seven, eight dollars. You know what I mean? 
that's how much a sandwich costs back home sometimes. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Nothing, yeah. Over there, they're like, oh, shit, he got money. <laughs> uh, add another zero to everything we say. Yep. You know what Ex- I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, especially if there's like a language barrier, even if you know it a little bit, oh, man, they're going to exploit you. Uh, yeah. They can, they, they can smell that from a mile away, bro. Like, even with me, I remember like the little times that I, like whenever I used to go back, even though I could speak the language good, you know what I mean? I could do all that. Just the way that I dress looks so fucking different. And it's not like I'm wearing some crazy shit. I was in basketball shorts and a white tee and some fucking yeah. Nikes. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, you're not wearing collared shirts, slacks, and some sandals? <laughs> you you <laughs> no swag having motherfucker. Oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> With your white tee and basketball <laughs> shorts. Look at my ashy knuckles and my ashy toes, man. They, they scream struggle. Look at this goddamn westerner with his lotion on. <laughs> like, <laughs> <real>. Pussy. <laughs> you like hygiene? <laughs> that's literally how they be thinking. What do you do? Sit down and shit? <laughs> yeah. But nah, man. Yeah, that's another piece of advice I'd give him, though. You're going to see a lot of ashy, dirty, stinky motherfuckers out there. So, you know, <laughs> be prepared. Man, I tell people the first time you get off a plane in India, like the minute those plane doors open, you just smacked in the face with this gush of just like third world scent. You yeah. know what I mean? It just smells like foreign. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, like, it just smells like foreign. Yeah, like, just, but um, on a, you get used to it, though. I feel like a lot of the advice that we're giving out right now would probably be pessimistic. <laughs> but um, I think if you want to give like advice on the basis of here's what you need to do to really like enjoy yourself despite this being a third world country, yeah. I feel like that set of advice would be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, it would still revolve around having like a, a travel buddy there with you. But... Um, I would say just if you can try to like stay at your travel buddy's place for the duration of your time there and ain't try no to like to really explore, no yeah try to like to really wear. really get to know his family it might be tough you know what I mean get to know the family um and the more they open up to you the more they like you you're going to be their best fucking friend in the world there's nothing like Sudanese hospitality yeah. and that's probably the best thing about our culture is the hospitality so even if somebody comes in from outside and they don't even know them yet like they'll offer them everything they'll make them like Facts. Like they'll treat them like a king, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so especially if they get to know you, they'll include you in like their conversations. They'll, you'll really like feel like you're a part of the family and the structure. And, um, man, with my family, bro, literally, like you say, bro, like, you know, somebody fuck with you once they start like clowning on you once it's one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once they can also get the vibe like, oh, this is either he a weirdo or, you know what I mean? Or it's just like you not clicking with nobody in a sense, you're not even trying or you're trying to be like separate yourself. Yeah. Motherfuckers can, let's not forget, these are still human beings that can sense vibes, you know what I mean? Yep. So, yep. I, like, I would say, like, those things that you said, like, those top three really having somebody staying with the person you with, you know what I mean? I would even say, understand the culture of the place you go in a little bit. Yeah, you know that's what the, I mean? yeah, I, I left that out, but that's probably the biggest thing is do extensive research before you even step foot Know in where shit. you going, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I honestly, just research before you even look for a plane ticket. Yeah. Make sure you know everything about the culture. Like, read books. Uh, watch YouTube videos, do whatever you got to do to like learn. Cause then shit, I mean, if you, if you do enough research, you might think twice. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not trying to go here. Yeah, no maybe, maybe I'm not trying to shit in the hole, but I'm not going to lie, bro. Like India is a beautiful country. They're like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's no reason why, like there, there's obviously a reason why people, uh, always want to go out there and explore, but people get this misconception that you about to like, I think we talked about this in an earlier podcast, like you're going to find yourself when you go out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, finding yourself, all that means is that you see how shitty it is out there and then you just kind of appreciate what the fuck you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> and you don't need to go to a foreign country to even learn that, bro. Go to a fucking neighborhood that's worse than you. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> like yeah, white people go to fucking India and come back and spit fun facts about the Buddha. Bro, <laughs> that should be so annoying, dog. Like, yeah. The amount of, like, I've, bro, I've had so many conversations with people trying to, like, oh, man, did you? Yes, I, I knew. <laughs> I, yeah, I knew. You're asking yeah. me, did I know? Yes. Yes, bitch, I knew. Like, I get it that, you know, this is, like, the highlight of your current life right now, or this is... It's just one of those. There's some people though that like go, they actually enjoy, and they actually come back and wanna wanna actually make a difference. Yeah, with it. yeah. I mean, you could tell the people that are there and genuinely wanna, you know, experience the culture because those people are exist, and I I do I have ran into them before, and I've watched YouTube videos with people that just randomly just go there and wanna like experience the culture and just do something new, and they're really open to everything, even if it makes them feel uncomfortable. So I I respect that, and I respect people that go in there that genuinely wanna help and do like humanitarian work. Thanks. So, like, yeah, because it's like, bro, they had off. no, they got no reason to go to Sudan. They got no reason to go to India. They got no reason to go to any of these other countries. But you willingly choosing to, like, help us, you know what I mean? Yeah. In whatever way that may be, whether it's you coming out and, like, helping out for a month and doing, like, local stuff, you know what I mean? Yep. Being in an orphanage, help, you know what I mean? You didn't have to. And the fact that you not being from there, coming, like, actually going there, learning something and doing it, that's, that's actually cool, bro. But like, that I brings me to, like, another point, too. It's like... I don't know how it is with other countries, but with ours, especially a lot of the humanitarian work, I don't want to like say like most of it, but a, a good portion of it is done by like outsiders. We got to have more like humanitarian work and uh, from building shit from the ground up, like trying to fix our own country, like using our own bootstraps and not relying on anybody else. Because we've come to find out that a lot of people don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about our country and they never even heard of us. So it's up to us to really like you know, help help move the country forward and not, like, rely on, like, aid from, like, the West or the Middle East or whatever. And, you know, it's we got to be self-starters, so. Nah, I hear you on that. Yeah, nah, I mean, as far as I know, I mean, obviously size difference-wise, like, India is just so much bigger, you know what I mean? Yep. Than, than Sudan. And on top of that, like, with all the bullshit that y'all recently going through, like, yep. a lot of the shit that we had, like, happened like the level that y'all are at happened to us like years ago yeah to the point like now it's like we're on like that next couple phases ahead of where you guys are at yeah right you're going through like an industrial transformation type shit yeah but like with us it's like i mean sudan would have been one of the most like beautiful countries in africa to go uh visit as a tourist especially when it was all like a unified just one country one nation sudan. because then it's it's like a country that like combines like Saharan Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa. What's the difference? When, when it was North Sudan and South Sudan, you get all those mixed together. I'd say like the biggest difference, Saharan Africa, just to put it in like layman's terms, is like uh, the northern countries, like the northern half of it. So like okay. Algeria, Egypt, Tunis, Morocco, well, like, and like ge- northern geograph- Sudan. Geographically, how do, how are they different? Uh, you mean you mean North and South Sudan? No, like uh, what is it, Saharan, Saharan and Sub-Saharan? So like Saharan is like. Well, most of most of Africa, I think, is like sub-Saharan, but like the very like the north, like the the very north is like Saharan Africa, like the Sahara Desert, basically. Like if you look at it on like a map, yeah, um, you could see the difference. Is like there's like the top half that's like basically just desert and just like dust, and then there's like the bottom half of the continent that's just like green, and like rich. You know what I mean? So you can oh, easily okay, distinguish okay. it. Like if you just go on Google Maps right now and just zoom in on the continent of Africa, you could see the difference. Like, and like. Sudan, like it encompasses both of those regions, so there was a lot of diversity that we just didn't maximize. We just exploited, and it ended up causing like civil wars and genocides and things like that. And as a result, like a lot of the uh, what would have been tourist sites, like ancient like Nubian kingdoms and ancient like uh, Kingdom of Kush sites, 
um, you know, those could have been preserved and they would have been big tourist spots that would have ultimately like helped the economy. Yeah. But now it's like, wait, damn, all those spots was all in Sudan. Yeah, like well, Nubia was 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 a part of the ancient kingdom of Nubia was a part of Sudan. Like, Damn, so, okay, I like, didn't know that. Yeah, so it was like mostly in northern Sudan and like southern Egypt, but most of the Nubians now are concentrated in the country of Sudan. Okay, okay. Kingdom of Kush was in Sudan, like north or south? Uh, north. Damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So we bro. had some ancient kingdoms that like we have a rich history that nobody really knows about, and like most people don't know that we have more pyramids in Sudan than in Egypt. But you Shit, know, I didn't even know that Egypt preserves their pyramids and they're a big fucking tourist attraction, and they're getting that much money. Yeah, it, it helps their economy. But like with us, if you go to like our our pyramid site in the north of Sudan, bro, like it's all like run down. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's not preserved. There's like ancient scriptures like on the walls in the pyramids Damn. that just nobody's keeping up with because the government is so fucking corrupt and didn't give a shit about it. Yes, you saying they got like the like a full ass pyramid you couldn't even go and visit it or if you visit You could it, go and visit. Like that's the thing. You can go and visit it whenever you want. But is that like you There's no going, like security, there's no nothing. You damn, just go in there and okay. visit, but it's that's just like an empty like abandoned site and it's not like preserved, you know what I mean? So it's like you and me going over hiking on some random mountain that we just Exactly. See. And that you could find a bunch of shit there that from like many many years ago, like hey, there's gotta be motherfuckers like hiding in there waiting for people to come, or or is it even not even that populated to where there's well, no I mean, point it's it's kind of like a mini tourist attraction. So I mean, like the people in Sudan obviously don't have time to fucking go up there and shit. Yeah. But it's like it's usually the Sudanese people that live like outside of Sudan that come in for like a visit that live nearby that go and visit. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's like if you I was talking about earlier like the YouTube videos of random people just going in there and wanting to visit and explore the culture. Um. A lot of those videos, most of the tourism happens on those on those sites, you know. Like we have that, we have those uh, the ruins of like ancient kingdoms. We also have like we're the home of the Nile River. We're the only country where the the, the White Nile and the Blue Nile intersect in our capital city, you know. Like that could be. And there's, I feel stupid as fuck right now. Yeah. There's different Niles. Yeah, there's different. Well, there's one big Nile River, and there's different sections of it. So you got the White Nile, you got the Blue Nile, et cetera, et cetera. But the main Nile is just the river. Yeah, the the river that flows. But then it it flows in like all different directions. So like, in 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 the capital city Khartoum, you can see the direction where the White Nile comes in, and the Blue Nile comes in, and then they intersect and form one big river. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. So what you saying is like, uh, if. If, like, the Sudanese government or, like, over time, if they had preserved it, it could honestly be what, like, Egypt's doing right now, if not better. Yeah, well, Egypt's not doing so great either, but yeah. No, but as far as with their history, I'm not yeah. saying, like, with their current yeah, state. Yeah, like, the world would have been more informed of our history. Of who the fuck Sudan yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, like, uh, I don't I mean, if you notice, but is there, like, a lot of, like, ancient, like, kings and pharaohs and stuff, or is that on, that's only Egypt? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, a lot of the the kings and pharaohs were originally Sudanese or like Nubian people. You know what I mean? Damn. So I mean, people don't know that, and it's like it's easy to exploit when you don't preserve your history. So yeah, it's like why oh why are we gonna give a fuck about their country if they or their history if they don't give a fuck about exactly. that's how people look exactly. Exactly, and it's not even that we don't give a fuck about it. It's just the select people in the government that were barely like brother. The dictator that ruled for thirty years that we just overthrew. Yeah, this nigga barely had a third grade education. Like. He barely knew how to read and write. Like he was a military fucking warlord. Warlord. Damn. You know what I mean? He doesn't know shit about Sudanese history or preserving fucking artifacts or nothing. He's a fucking dumbass. Like he's a tyrant. Yeah, like tyrant. So, but yeah, I mean, we had a lot of potential, but you know, 
few shitty people squandered it. But I think now it's like, and I'm going off on a tangent here. Nah, but I think now good. we're uh, we're we're like well positioned to to move forward. I think in a healthy healthier way than we were before. Nah, that's good. I mean, um, just a little yeah, shit. Now nah, I'm, I'm I'm getting sidetracked with it, yeah. but um. Because I remember in our earlier episodes, we were talking about the whole state of Sudan, uh, especially when all that, the revolt and all that stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. As far as all that, where y'all at right now with it? So, right now we have a, well, we have a new prime minister that's uh, has, has taken over until we have our first, like, democratic elections. Yeah. And uh, his name is uh, Hamdok. I don't know if you heard of him before, but he's our, he's our prime minister now, and he's, like, a lot more progressive than than anybody we've ever had in power. So he's trying to get sanctions lifted, um, which would help us out like humongously. He actually did get sanctions lifted. So we actually, we opened our first KFC. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, but that's you know, crazy. First, like, you know, we have some like Western things going on and, um, trying to make a change. Yeah, he's trying to like build like, relationships with other countries. Like we, we've been kind of like a hermit kingdom in the sense that, um, a lot of our neighbors in the West, like have kind of like shunned us. It's like, okay, but here's here's the thing though, um, you think like as far as like the whole religious divide that's going on there would have any like when obviously it would have an effect, but like how much of an effect do you think it would have on reuniting Sudan or taking it back to where it once was? Well, the religious divide happened when it was one big country when it was the north and the south. I guess the majority of the religious divide because at the time the majority of the Christians in Sudan were from the south. Now there's a lot of Christians that live in the west and the east of Sudan for sure, like. So there's still like a, a minority Christian population there, but I don't think it should have an effect on how we unite as people, you know? Because it's deeper than that. It's, it's deeper than that. To me, I don't think we should be ruled by religion. I don't think any country should be ruled by religion. Facts. That's just my opinion. There's a lot of people that might disagree with me, but... Nah, hey, nah, you 100%, because, my bad, not even to cut you off real quick, going off what you just said, because it's crazy, because like a lot of those um countries that are based off of religion... yeah. All their people are the same people. Exactly. But it's so like it you have some people that aren't that don't fall under the religious umbrella. So you're like excluding them. And that's just the reality of it. Yeah. So I mean it's 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 just a recipe for disaster if you if you, if you ask me. I mean shit, bro. That's like you go you being in you being in uh, a Muslim going to a Muslim country and still not getting respect because you black. Yeah. Exactly. like there's no there's no room. For religion and politics, so like I'm that like I feel like very strongly about that. Facts. Like you should not rule a country by religion, like because there's so many nuances to religion that you cannot apply to how you run a country. And it's kind of like you going through old teachings. Yeah. For a new world, it, and a lot of it is like also open to interpretation, like especially for if you if you run it from like a political stance. But I don't know. There's there's people more educated on this topic than me, but. That's just my opinion on it. I mean, all the all the most successful countries ever had like separation of church and state, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's the way to go. Especially, you know? yeah, the ones that found success. Yeah, I mean, like look at Saudi Arabia, like right? Saudi Arabia is ruled. It's an entire like, uh, it's ruled under sh- Sharia law, right? They're successful, like they're rich, their economy's good, but they have no like freedom. You know, they have no freedom of choice, et cetera. Like, and it's because a lot of their laws, the rulers fall off interpret of, interpret the teachings that way. So, yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's different. You having like, I mean, for example, from my like, from my perspective, it's like having an entire country be ruled based off of the like the Ten Commandments, or you know what I mean, different teachings that you learn in the Bible, and that's your law dictating your current government. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, nah, you're right. I mean, that shit, that shit gets a little tricky. Well, not a little tricky. That gets all fucked up. You get it gets all fucked up. But, um, I mean, with you personally visiting, like, a different country, like, or for anybody going out to a different country, what you think is, like, the most important thing? Like, obviously, we, we talked about our own, but, like, for you yourself, when you go on to visit a new country or a new culture, and, like, like what what's something that you try to do to either prepare yourself or, like, you feel that you need to do before? Research. For sure, research. Uh, you gotta you gotta go there with the mindset of you're gonna see a lot of things and a lot of behavior that you might not understand, but you have to respect because this, this is not your territory. You know what I mean? And just try to learn as much as you can. Try to talk as ma- to as many people as you can. Try to make small talk. You know, I feel like that'd be the best way to do it. I mean, it is a once in a lifetime experience because like that's like us going to, for example, like Ireland. You know what I mean? Yeah. We not from there, this and that, but there are people over there that are going through their day to day the same way we going through our day to day here. Yep, yep. But we just gotta look at it like, okay, I'm only here for X amount of time, so yeah, let me just, let me try to soak in as much as I can. Let me try to learn as much as I can. And even then, if I want to visit another country, I want I want to I want to do more than the <laughs> go to Canada <laughs> or go to like Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to. But then I also don't want to visit like a like a Middle Eastern country, you know what I mean? Because they're, they're Arabic history. speaking at the end of the day, and I can kind of integrate myself, I think, pretty easily. So I'd want to go to like a country that I don't know anything about that I don't understand. Obviously, with a buddy. Yeah. But you know, like I'd like I don't, I want to go to India for sure. Uh, I want to visit China. Shit, I want to go to China. Bro. China's on my bucket list. I'll take you to India. Take me to Sudan, bro. Yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> Do it. Two coin travels overseas. Yeah. <laughs> we could just take one trip, just knock them both out. That'd actually be kind of fire, bro. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That'd be lit. But, you know, you got to start visa applications now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I was... No, no. Because uh, you, got, you, you got a U.S. passport, right? I do. But even with a U.S. passport, you need, like, a visa. Yo, you actually right. I can go to India because I got an OCI card. But you'd have to get a visa to yeah, go to India. Yeah, I'd have to get a visa. And I'd have to get a visa to go to Sudan, yep. but you'd probably be cool to go to Sudan. And it's, it's probably it's probably a lot harder for you to get into Sudan than it'd be for me to get into India. You know what I mean? Shit, we're going to start this year and hopefully get ready next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like out here trying to put your shit on iTunes. They're like, give it four weeks to process. This is like, give it one year to process. Yeah. Denied. <laughs> Denied, <laughs> bitch. Like, the fuck out of our country. Nah, I mean, man. Well, hey, if you could go to any other country... Barring any of that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's the one country that you wanted to go to most? Besides Sudan? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, that you haven't been to. Well, a country that I haven't been to that I want to go to most. Most. Uh, it's tough. Even though I just said I wouldn't want to go to Europe, I think, I think, it, I think it'd be a good place to start. Thanks. Especially because you know, I feel like yeah, well, my man's. You just described the con- you just named the continent. I, I need I need a specific country. <laughs> no, nah, man, the country of Europe, man. <laughs> I actually, bro. I mean, you could probably hit every single like country in Europe. Because think one about vacation. it, bro. Like the, the whole fucking continent is smaller than the United States. If <laughs> <laughs> I can drive from France to Spain. <laughs> hey, you're not wrong, bro. Because I remember when I was hella young and I visited my uh, my uncle in Germany. One weekend when he had off, literally Friday we left fucking Germany. We drove up to Paris, 
Then we drove to Belgium, and then we drove back to fucking uh, Germany within four days. Yeah, I mean, and there's, like, a whole bunch of fucking... Uh, Shit to do. Even, if like, if you just look up, like, Europe travel packages on Google, there's yeah. a whole bunch of, like, packages that were... If, okay, if you buy, say, a plane ticket to fucking Paris, right? Yeah. You land in Paris. From there, uh, you can get on a train... And then fucking okay. go to, like, uh, Barcelona. Then you can go to, like, uh, Munich. Then you can go to fucking, like, Poland and Switzerland, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's all included. You can in hit package. all the fucking countries in, like, just boom, boom, boom. Two days here, two days there, two days there. You knock out, like, six, seven countries off and the And you getting faded overseas? Hell yeah. No, but, like, would you ever get blacked out overseas? Black, I, I, would, I don't get. I don't want to get blacked out, period. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I'd be getting faded overseas for sure. For sure. Man... Yeah, I'm I honestly like one th- uh I I probably have to say the same thing, bro. Like my mine would probably be Spain. The one thing that I want to see though, if I ever go uh if I ever go out there, I want to go to what, what's that shit with the bull run? They have it like once a year. I want to watch it. I don't want to participate in it, but you know like the like it'll be people they'll be running and then they let the bulls out and there're people running, the bulls are chasing them. Oh yeah. They're going through the that, whole city. That, that, that's in Spain, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I say that like I, w- I would go to Spain and that'd probably just so I can at least see that once in my life. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to lie, bro. That shit sound like some dumb ass shit. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that you, <laughs> you got a group of people that's like, all right, boom, you just sprinting. All yep. you hear is just a, yeah, some shit that can knock you on your ass and kill you. Bruh. But even bullfighting is just, Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm, dude, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anybody, but it's the dumbest sport I've ever seen. You're not offending nobody here. <laughs> like, uh, like, come on, man! You got a fucking red flag and a fucking 800 pound beast charging at you full speed, and then niggas are surprised when one of these motherfuckers die. Facts. <laughs> and it's like on top of that, like, bro, you know damn well that bulls fucking hate the color red, or they get something sparks in the head. Exactly. You're just That's gonna trigger like them. You you're literally piss them just off. poking a fucking bear, and then getting mad. Like, can't believe. Not you only is that, me. not only is that fucking animal abuse. Not only is that you're putting yourself at danger, and then if you fucking die, you kind of like you kind of had it coming, bro. I mean, shit, bro. You fucking gamble with your life. How you gonna be mad when it's gone? Yeah, like I'm sorry, but nah, man. I'm not gonna, bro. I've, I've seen a. That's cu- like me. That's like me, like getting a piece of fish out the river, just putting <laughs> it on my ball sack, and having a, a grizzly bear be like, "Hey, man, come get me if you want, man. Come get me if you want." And then trying to run away. <laughs> That's fucking facts, bro. Because, <laughs> bro, I've seen some of the videos of these fucking people that, like, ha- that it happens to. It's like, I'm not going to lie, bro. Whether you get fucking... Because you know how it's like the bulls just be going with their head, like, they be bobbing it up and, yeah. like, you know what I mean? They be hooking you with their horns. Yep. I don't know what's worse, that or getting trampled by one. Because the horns could fucking just, like, pierce into your stomach and shit. Bro, what if it just pierces into your bicep? Yeah, but then if you get trampled, your fucking rib cage is, like, shattered... <laughs> Pick your poison. I don't know what's worth. Both are both seem like pretty painful deaths. <laughs> both seem like uh, that's not what you're supposed to do. We went off on a tangent. What's the next topic? Nah, man. Um, <laughs> nah. I, uh, what's it called? You know that whole saying: um, "When in Rome, do as the Romans do." Yeah. You think that's a smart idea? As in, like, fully integrate yourself with the culture when you get there. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think so. Uh, but then, I mean. Some people might look at it the wrong way. Don't fucking take it as a pass to just do everything now. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I mean? Understand yeah. who you are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like white folks go to the hood. I mean, they say it, nigga, so I guess I will too. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little funny. 
Yeah, yeah, when in Rome, you also get your ass beat. Bruh. But no, yeah, I mean, it depends on the situation, right? So, like, if I'm if I'm in Saudi Arabia, right, and they're doing the whole, like, you know, they be, they be, they be dancing to their music, their music got, like, bagpipes and shit, and then they fucking, they have, like, the little knife dance that they do where they're just, like, jumping up and down. Then, yeah, I'd, like, I'd, I'd partake in that, you know, and they'd probably be happy to see me in that. I saw a fucking video of Donald Trump when he first got elected. <laughs> His first trip was to fucking Saudi Arabia. For real. And, and they had this whole, like, lavish ceremony, like, traditional Saudi ceremony for him. Where they were doing like some some like dances and shit, and he was sitting there trying to dance, and it was the funniest shit ever, man. That shit was <laughs> hilarious. My man had no rhythm in his fucking. Yeah, body. but not yet. Like to answer your question though, it depend on the situation. Well, I mean, shit. Give me a situation where you felt like you had to do that. I mean, I haven't really been in many foreign countries to be honest, but well, not even just in foreign country, just being around a different culture. <sighs> I mean, we in California, the biggest melting pot. So let me see. I, I mean, oh yeah. I mean, so like when I was in high school, like I had this Filipino homie that I, I've been in his house, like not a lot, like a couple of times, but I didn't really know his family like that. He invited me over one day for the Super Bowl, and like his family was like uh, making like lumpia and all that shit. I don't know if that's really like sitting down and watching the game and eating food is really like integrating yourself nah, in another but what culture. You, what you said, food though. Yeah, that's that's an yeah. example of it. By the way, man, shout out the Filipinos, man. They're so fucking like. Hospitable, <laughs> like their family structure is crazy, bro. Like they have such a tight knit family. Yeah, you ain't so, piercing that family. Every Filipino household I've ever been in, it's like it's, it's all love within the family. Doesn't even seem like there's drama there. Oh, at all. But yeah, nah. I mean, bro, I, I'd say the same thing. It's just going to different. Uh, I mean, like with me, bro, I don't got too much experience going. You know what I mean? Being out in different cultures like that. But I'd say my biggest thing is just is, is food, bro. Like, whenever you go to, like, different friends, like, whether it's my um, El Salvadorian homie's house, Mexican homie's house, African homie's house, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wherever you go, it's just, you got, you kind of, like, especially if it's your first time, I feel like no matter who you are or what it is, you can't say no to the food no matter even if it looks nasty. You just got to try it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you fucking hate it, just... And even if it's nasty, suck it in. Keep eating that shit, nigga. You feel me? Because <laughs> that's, like... That's like the key into into somebody's house, yeah, bro. Like I've yeah, had friends come over and like they won't eat. My mom doesn't fuck with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like like, like that's the ultimate insult to my like, bro. If you if you try my mom's food and you don't like it and she's there and then you don't continue eating, I'm questioning disrespect. I'm questioning our friendship. Facts. I'm questioning like you better suck it up and eat that shit even if you think it's nasty. Nah, bro. I mean, uh, it's like the same thing I told the old boy when he came. Uh, when he came out, I think he was telling you that story when he came out to visit my, uh, to pick me up from my folks' house a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Hits me up. He's like, "Hey, y'all, I'm outside." I'm like, well, get your ass inside then. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? What you doing out there? <laughs> He's like, "Nah, man. Just uh, I'm, I'm being the car. Just come out." I'm like, "Bro, you in my folk house right now? Like, that's yeah. not how this works. Like, yeah, that's not how it works. Man. My mom got a plate waiting for your ass. Come here, eat that shit. We gonna be out. You know what I mean? He's like, man, but I just ate. I'll go eat again. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I will pull up with you on the side. You can yak if your stomach hurt. This and that. But this food is going in your stomach right now because you ain't disrespecting my fuck. Yeah. But nah. But yeah. food, food is the ultimate thing though. Like that's the ultimate like icebreaker. That's like the gateway into any old. Older person's heart, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you want to get someone you better? Okay, come to my house. My mom will cook you up a meal. She'll be there. <laughs> and that, bro, that that, that goes especially with, uh, cause, uh, with our last week's topic, talking about uh, 
having inter, uh, interracial relationships or being with somebody that's outside of the culture. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. That's like, the, yeah, that's the one thing we didn't touch on. I, I wish I would have mentioned that last time. Ooh, go ahead and mention it now. <laughs> Man, if my if my wife don't get along with my mom, it's never gonna work. Oh, it's a wrap. It's bro. never gonna work. Like y'all gotta be y'all gotta be friends. Hey, you know what's crazy? My mom and my grandma didn't like. I, I think I told you that. Yeah, shit. you were yeah. telling me. Yeah, you were telling me about that. But I mean, shit, shit turned around. Then again, it goes back to how in India, even like in Arizona and California, neighboring states, completely different cultures. You know what yeah. I mean? But. That's different. That's we still all Indian. Let's not, you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's like I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like if I end up with like a Filipino girl, or a black chick, or a Mexican chick, you know what I mean. Yeah. And one, obviously, if you don't fuck with my folks, like we're not even taking it to that level. You know what I mean. But that food aspect, because not only is it that I want you to fuck with it, is because my mom's probably gonna teach you how to cook it, and yep. I still want to eat that shit. Yep. And even like going deeper than that, like if I have kids, like they they they're definitely gonna have a relationship with their grandparents. Facts. Like they they're gonna have a relationship Facts. with my mom and my dad, and so like if if my kids are gonna be around them a lot, you're gonna have to be there with them too. Exactly, and it's bro. Like, and the best way I could even uh, like like what you're saying, bro. Like my pops when he when he came around my uh, my mom's family, like bro. He even if he doesn't fluently speak it, he understands Malayalam. He yeah. knows. You know what I mean? He immersed himself into into her culture. What language does your pop speak? He speaks Konkani. Okay. And my mom speaks Malayalam. Okay. But it's crazy because my, my pop speaks Konkani. That's his people, the Mangalorean people. Uh-huh. But Mangalore is like a state or is a city inside Karnataka. Yeah. And Karnataka, their state language is Kannada. So I, when I was born in Bangalore, which is like in uh, Karnataka, yeah. I was speaking Kannada. I could understand Konkani. I knew fucking uh, what do you call Malayalam. But first off, nobody in my family, we know like that, that. I can maintain speaking Canada. Yeah. I only learned that because it's like all my friends downstairs all speak Canada. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But Konkani, I never really like was around my uh, my pops family like that to learn it. So just a two language motherfucker. Two like, la- bro. I thought y'all just spoke Indian in India. Bro, that shit's stupid. You don't know the Indian language? Hello. <laughs> when anytime somebody asks me to say something in Indian, hello. Yeah. Nah, but it's like I mean our state language is uh is Arabic, but there's a whole bunch of, like, tribal languages and regional languages. Do they sound different than Arabic? Or is yeah, it a yeah, variation yeah. of Arabic? Yeah, or is it nothing to do yeah, with Arabic? Yeah, nothing to do with Arabic. Okay. Nothing to do with Arabic. Not even to be racist, bro. You got some clicks in y'all languages or not? I mean, I don't I don't have a... My family doesn't have a specific language. Like, what they call it in Sudan is Rotana. Rotana is, like, a different variation of, of whatever language is specific to your region before Arabic was introduced. So I mean, so that's that's what Rotana is. Yeah. So we don't we don't have, I, my tribe has always been like Arabic speaking. So we're one of like the few that's like we don't have like a traditional language. It's all like it's it's, it's Arabic, Sudanese Arabic. Okay. Okay. And I think you, uh, bro. I think you always told me this before uh, a while back. But what's the difference between Sudanese Arabic and uh, like Arabic Arabic? I mean, almost every country has its own dialect. Like. We're, um, Sudanese Arabic and Egyptian Arabic and like Palestinian Arabic are the closest just because like they're geographically connected um, so but like I'll understand like a Egyptian person perfectly and like a Palestinian person perfectly but if, if I go to say Lebanon right which is all the way fucking north of the Middle East right I mean it's going to be tough for me to understand their language like actually at my last job one of my co-workers was a uh, Lebanese and he would uh 
he would try to have these conversations with me in Arabic and his dialect. I'm like, nigga, I don't understand shit you're saying right now. For real? Yeah, I can only make out a few words. It's like pronunciation. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you got to understand, I'm not 100% fluent in Arabic, too. It's like, I'm probably like 70% there. But uh, I mean, still, 70%. 70% there, but 70% there in like Sudanese dialect. You know That's what I mean? Crazy. I got you got to be completely fluent in the standard Arabic to really even be able to communicate with people in other dialects. I can communicate with him, yes. Yeah. But I'm gambling with the fact that he might may or may not understand my dialect. You Is know it I that mean? just like different words are pronounced differently it's, or yeah. phrases are different? Yeah, and they got like yeah, phrases are different, uh, words are pronounced differently, yes, like completely differently. Um there's different words that other countries use versus another country that uses a completely different word for that same yeah, word for that, and they're not going to understand what it means. Okay, and okay. Yeah, it's just like little nuances like that. So like I could understand probably about like 50% of what he was saying, but I'm like, "Huh? Huh?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's one of those so, they'd have even if they slowed down, it's just still some words you can't yeah, make out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, and, and granted a lot of the Arabic some Arabics like sound like really weird. Like <laughs> it's like a running joke in like the community. It's like the Moroccans they have the weirdest sounding Arabic because their shit nobody understands it besides the Moroccans. You can be the most <laughs> you can be the most fluent Arabic speaker, right? You're not gonna understand what the fuck the Moroccans are saying. They're like some backwoods version of it because like their language almost sounds like they're mixing Arabic and French, but it's considered a, a dialect of Arabic. You know what I mean? Because they were they were colonized by France for a little bit, so they got a little bit of French influence. Damn! So, so it's like somebody speaking Arabic kind of with like a French. I, accent. If you ask me, I don't even think their language should, should their language should just be Moroccan. Damn, to be honest, it's, it's that different. It's that different from all the other dialects. Because, I mean, it, it sounds like it's mixed with French. And, I mean, like I said, even the most fluent Arabic speaker isn't going to understand most of what they're saying. But the funny thing is, they'll understand what everybody else is saying. <laughs> they'll understand their your dialect. Like oh, They just got, like, this little secret language. Yeah, they're, they're, they're probably the most, like... Uh, like experienced Arabic speakers, like as a nation, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'll shit talk you, even though you're fluent in Arabic. They'll shit talk you in their dialect. You won't understand shit, and then they'll go back and communicate with you in Arabic. You know what I mean? So it's almost like they know two different languages. Then I see that. Yeah, that should they might as well just call that. Yeah, but uh, I, don't, I don't got that luxury. So, yo, have you ever experienced culture shock? I experience a little bit of culture shock every time I go back to Sudan, even though I'm used to it. Well, that takes me to my next question. Like, you ever experienced reverse? culture shock yeah like every that's, time that's that yeah like i think i'm used to it and then but those first at least the first four or five days for at the very least is like a complete adjustment period that first week yeah yeah it's like man i've been i've been here before i know what all this shit i know what to expect and everything but it's like and especially damn. when you're like walking to through the same neighborhood you always walk, yeah see the same stories exactly. it's just like it still feels like yeah. different as fuck and even on the flip side of that Depending on how long you're staying there, when you land Come back in America, back. Yes. you're like, bro, this is heaven. Like, the streets are so clean. Yes. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Nah, man. That, that shit, it, it's wild, bro. I mean, going back to that thing we were saying uh, about, like, with the beds, feeling like it's a brand new mattress you want on clouds. Yeah. But not even that, bro. Like, even when I'm driving from any airport, when I just came back from India, yeah. any airport I'm driving through, it just Damn, feels airport like... airport got AC, y'all, oh, man. <laughs> first off... The fact that a car got AC, mm-hmm. the airport got AC, there's a nice breeze outside. For those of y'all that don't know, bro, India is hot as shit. Yeah. Like, like, I love it out there. Even when I, even through the monsoon season, even through the rain. And for those of y'all that don't know, the monsoon season is when it's just raining all the time. But the thing with India is, like, when it's raining, it's just hot and raining. So it's just like you sweating and then you're getting wet. But while you're getting fucking hit with rain, you're still sweating. So it's just like, bruh. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? 
<laughs> so I come back here and it's just like, man, we got this nice breeze. Maybe especially because we in California, so yeah, it's like we're a little spoiled. Yeah, we going from two opposite ends of the spectrum. We're a you know like I mean? even when it gets even when it gets like hot here. I mean, yeah, it gets hot, but you know, it's manageable. It when is. it gets cold, it's like, it's manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want a second. You bitching about forty degree weather? Relax. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's perfect for us. Like our our weather is like like really. Really fucking nice. I will say this though, man. Every time I come back, for some reason, even subconsciously, it's, it's something I don't think about. But it's just funny how, like, insects, bugs, shit like that, just don't even affect me. You know what I mean? Because there's so many of them out there. Like motherfuckers will see, like, oh shit, man, I got a spider in this thing. I'm like, man, leave that motherfucker alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll fight that spider, nigga. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, for real, because. You see that lamp over there? For those of y'all, I mean, yeah, you can't see the lamp. <laughs> yeah, I <But> see the <laughs> lamp. <laughs> the la- if it, you turn it on, and fucking, I don't know, about 80 minutes, you're dead. <laughs> Boom, all the fucking flies just, like, yeah. skirt around it. Right. And if you're lying down next to it, ooh, boy, you better get ready for some mosquito bites. Nigga. Man, and I, I, I figure it's probably the same out there, too. Like, y'all got the little holes in the corner of the, uh, of the walls. It's, like, vents, but it's really just, like, a, an actual hole from the inside to the outside. It's probably about, like, two inches high, four inches wide. On like, and there's four of those on every outside wall. Yeah. And then, bro, <laughs> yeah, I I talk, exactly bro usually like that first two, three days, I'll be like sleeping there. I'll be mad and comfortable because early in the afternoon, I saw a fucking lizard crawl through. Yep. I'll be seeing hella lizards. Are you serious? Like, what? Lizards and And then geckos. you expect me to knock the fuck out when yeah. I know there's a fat ass spider, three lizards, and a fucking a bee that's flying in and out of the shit. Because yeah. it's hot as fuck. I'm not closing none of this. Yeah. I mean, it's not, on top of that, too, it's like, I told you, like, out, over there, like, we take our beds, like, outside into, like, I don't, I don't know what you call it. Like, the yard. Like, it's, like, you're still in your house, but it's, like, outside. You know what I mean? The yard? Yeah, it's, like, your yard, but it's, like, a big-ass front yard, so. Yeah, because it's, put, like, right before the gate to the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, motherfuckers be sleeping outside. And while you're sleeping, you see just all the neighborhood stray cats just, like, fighting in the middle of the night. You're, like, holy shit, some demonic shit going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> nah, bro, it, it's funny, man, because every time I go back to Bombay, like, um, where my grandparents stay at, dog, like, first couple nights, you can't sleep because all you hear is just barking, and it's, like, 50 different, you know what I mean? And there's, like, a split amount of time. It's for, like, 30 minutes max between, like, 3 o'clock and, like, 3.30, 3.45, where it's kind of like, oh, shit. It's dead out here in the streets. But the minute 4 o'clock hits, you start hearing the first cars, motherfuckers opening up their shops, and then by the time 5.30, 6 o'clock, it's just... Yeah, motherfuckers are up like... Up at the ass crack of dawn. If you're asleep at 8 o'clock, you a lazy bum. Get your ass up, man. Hey, do motherfuckers use horns as like just the, hey, look out? Out yeah, there. like, bro, like uh, horns aren't even like, horns. like hon- honking your horns like the boy who cried a wolf type shit. Because <laughs> motherfuckers just be just abusing that shit. Like, bro, somebody I, merge <laughs> lanes, honk honk. <laughs> like, damn, no. nigga, yeah, merge. It's funny, bro. Every time, like, uh, uh, whenever we would drive in like the mountains or like through the village or whatnot, anytime anybody approaches a corner, they just like honk three times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, I'm coming around this corner. Yeah. You feel me? So like, yeah, when I, when I, I remember like um, one of the couple times ago when I came back, I was driving, and my first instinct, I see a motherfucker walking, like, move, bro, I'm coming in. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm in America. <laughs> Three honks, the motherfucker go get pissed the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> he go get out of his car and fight you. <laughs> oh, yo, it's a fade now. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just telling you I'm behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, hey, drivers out there are so much more, like, experienced. 
Oh, facts, Out bro. Out here, it's probably like cake. Hey, do you feel like, like, because I'm not going to lie, like that first couple days, I'll be feeling like a pussy trying to cross the street, bro. Oh, yeah. I'll be, it's like hopscotch, like, yeah. okay, am I going in now? Oh, shit, I'm in the street. There's people coming behind me. Yeah, because, you know, you know, you start crossing when the car hasn't even, like, fully passed by you yet. <laughs> you're kind of, like, aligning yourself with it as it's, like, going. So you're, like, two inches away from the door. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's like, and then right when you pass that, you got a scooter coming in front so yeah, of you. You got to stop, walk around the next car, and just like you got to fight to get across the street. Man, and the thing is, y'all think we over here tripping, bro? There's old ass grandparents that are fucking crossing this street, having a conversation, not even looking at what's going on. It's yeah. like they their vibes just know. Oh, car coming, stop. Okay, yeah. let me go here. Some people they're just like hit me, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But not nah, like you said, man. Motherfuckers is experienced. Having to drive that and then coming out. Why you think a lot of fathers are taxi drivers? Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, you want me to drive in New yeah, York? Yeah. Oh, this is so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only got to worry about what's in my lane. And fucking uh, security guards. It's like, ooh, you got a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Oh, man. That shit's facts, though, man. That shit's facts. Let me see. Hey, here's a little funny ass question I want to know: If aliens visited your uh, visited your country, what you think might surprise them? As in, like aliens from outer space, or yeah, like motherfuckers that aren't human that don't even you know what I mean? They'd probably think they're from America. (laughs) 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 What would surprise the aliens, or what would surprise the people? Nah, I mean, we know what the fuck would surprise the people. Like, dog, <laughs> you just pulled in from a flying saucer. Yeah. Nah, but I'm just saying, like, what what you think is, like, the most normal thing to you, but somebody else would find, like, yo, what the fuck? Just either about living there, about the people, customs, culture, like, whatever the fuck it may be. I would say the biggest, like, shock to somebody that would be there is just, I'd say probably, like, the public transportation. Um, because like in Sudan they have like I'm sure this is like in other countries too like they develop their own system for public trans where it's like you got the buses but it's like the buses aren't labeled like where the fuck they're going <laughs> yeah. you got you, bro they throw up, like <laughs> get, cut you off bro people just know yeah. oh this bus is coming it's gonna take us 12 hours that way yeah how the fuck did you find that bro you don't even got internet on your phone even like local buses like the, they got like um what they call like a bus boy it's like a dude just hanging out the side of the door and he's he'd like throw up like like a gang sign or whatever. <laughs> throw up the and, and the person on the side of the street will throw up that sign. It means oh oh you're going to the market on the other side of town. Yeah. It's like all right, get on. <laughs> and then it's like they know it's like okay, my stop is along that route. So everybody knows the back of the country by hand. Okay. So okay. it's like that's public, actually a good thing. Yeah, public trans would confuse the shit out of people because you're not gonna be able to go out there like on your own and and you know venture out. Like I said, you gotta have a buddy. Yeah. Uh, and another thing going off public trans, I don't know if they got this in India, but it's like um, the the cargo where it's like a donkey on fucking with with the four wheel uh, platform tied to the back of it. Damn, nah, we don't got that. Yeah, so like that's a big thing, like public trans. Well, it's not public trans, but people use it for work. It's like to transport water, to transport like different materials. Um, you, you got your donkey, and he got he's tied to like a fucking like basically like a a big ass wooden platform yeah. that you can sit whatever you want to sit on there. And it's like it has four wheels, and the donkey is tied to it, and it'll fucking go. And then there's somebody controlling the donkey. <laughs> they See, can go as fast as they want. Yeah, I mean, bro, honestly, 
It's wild because I've honestly I've never seen a donkey in India to keep it a buck with you. Maybe, really? maybe it's just I haven't been in the area. Maybe you work in the donkey. Fuck all that, death. bro. Ain't no, I ain't been in the area. I do not think there's donkeys like that in India. What we do got, though, is yeah. fucking cows up the ass. Yeah. Every fucking corner you'll see a goddamn cow. So it's like the same thing you talk about. Like, instead of like having a platform, we just hitching shit on top of this cow's back yeah. and had this motherfucker walk this and that. But yeah, yeah no, nah, I, I don't think I've ever seen a donkey in India, bro. Bro, like in Sudan, donkey, you, hella donkeys. <laughs> you walk outside your front door You see like three donkeys And then you'll fucking funny. You'll go down the street You'll see like a herd of goats Just fucking Just walking like, you I'd know say what? that'd probably be One of the biggest things That would trip like uh, Somebody Would just be like The amount of random animals We got like Yeah just, just walking around, around. <laughs> Like it's just regular yeah. <laughs> Literally you got like A whole flock of sheep Just oh, Where y'all going <laughs> Oh you know Just about to go this way Meet up with the homie Yeah like what? Yeah, they don't dare harm nobody either. They don't have to deal with animals. Yeah, everybody, everybody's like one with nature for some reason out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got that like, like that natural instinct. Like they could actually coexist. Let an American fucking see it's a cow walking down the street. Yeah, I mean they're 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 like naturally in survivor mode. Nine one one. Yeah, <laughs> I have a non-domesticated animal on my <laughs> premises. <laughs> it might hurt me. I got my wife and my kids <laughs> with me. Can we get animal control here, please? Yeah, but it's like yeah. But no, don't get it twisted. Motherfuckers out there be abusing animals. Facts, like, bro. If, you, if you're an animal lover, hey, Peter, stay the fuck away from Sudan. Yo, you been to a butcher house before out there? Yes, yes. Bruh, I'm not gonna lie, man. That shit is actually... All right, motherfuckers gonna think I'm fucking savage or I don't, I'm heartless, all you little Peter lovers. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I went to a couple butcher houses. Like, my grandpa took me to a couple and whatnot. Them shits is kind of dope, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I love watching that fucking cow hang there. They just skinning the bitch. <laughs> fucking chop the chicken's head off. The chicken's running around in the fucking trash can. <laughs> Survival of the fittest, man. It's a food chain out this bitch. But, hey, I mean, it, I don't know about you guys, but it's an event. They call it like a dabiha, right? So whenever somebody gets married, whenever somebody gets uh, like graduates college or high school or whenever basically anything important happens into somebody's life, right? Sudanese custom is to like gather all the family members, friends, you meet in one centralized location and you do a dabiha, which is like you get like a, a an animal, right? Which is usually like a goat. Okay. You get it? You get like a nice healthy goat, you know, got a lot of muscle, <laughs> got a lot of meat there. Hey, Peter, turn the you volume fucking, down. Yeah, you get it. You you tie it to like a pole, you let it sit there for 3 days, get it, get that motherfucker ready. <laughs> and the day the big day comes, right? So fun. The big day comes, right? Two motherfuckers just like, like handle this goat, untie him. The goat is like struggling for his life. These motherfuckers pull out a fucking jackknife. Jesus Christ! One motherfucker pulls up the <laughs> pulls up the head. The other motherfucker just like just like slits the throat. Let the blood come out. Motherfuckers are watching, so you see that you watch the shit hey, die right in front of your eyes. Motherfuckers sitting there like cheering, yeah! It's nothing. Like they just they just sit there like yeah, I'm sitting like 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 grab its legs, grab. <laughs> It's trying try to get away. And so, yeah, they fucking just, just take out the throat. Cut that goat. Get him. Cut that and then, goat. And then they fucking, they make sure everything else is taken care of. So they skin it, take okay. apart the meat. It's like watching some Dexter shit. <laughs> With the like, that's the first time I was like, man, fuck. This got fucked up. It's brutal. Yeah. Hey, but it's just the animal, bro. You know, goats die it's every part day, of our B. Tradition. It's part of our tradition, man. So if you think otherwise, man, fuck you. Like, I Facts. I, I eat animals, okay? And that means they got to die. Man, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, bro. I feel like 99% of PETA people grew up eating meat, ate meat at some point in their life. And, you know, maybe you actually give a fuck about animals. 
feel like I might get a lot of backlash for this statement. I don't care. But goddamn, Peter, y'all just be so fucking extra sometimes. It's like, not even, yeah, Peter's just like, they be on some bullshit. Fuck Peter, honestly. Like, and um, I get it, animal rights, this and that, but you, you, let's see you, you hold this shit up back in the day when we didn't have all this options of all so, this bro food. this is just human nature bro like we're the we're the top of the food chain i'm sorry like we don't eat other motherfuckers like we need meat to survive pause and <laughs> i mean i res- like i got respect for people that do it out of like as as a health option anybody that goes vegan or vegetarian just um out of like consciousness for their own health and or well-being. even people that do it off for religious purposes like, yeah I religious purposes that. health purposes i'm never going to knock you for that more power to you but if you are a vegetarian because you feel sorry for a fucking goat getting killed, and then you try to come at me for eating that, you try to make me goat. feel bad for because I've had motherfuckers come at me like that, like, like especially because like Eid al-Adha is like it's a major religious holiday in like the Muslim world where we just basically like just like mass slaughter of goats and just big ass <laughs> feast. I mean, I'm sorry, bro. Like these niggas, like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like. <laughs> this is what we do. This is how the food chain works. This is called survival of the fittest. This is natural human biology. Like, man, you know, a lot of these PETA people are so quick to put somebody, to put a human in, uh, to have a human get killed over an animal. Yeah. Like, they want motherfuckers to go to jail because of animal abuse. Like, I get it. Animal abuse is fucked up. But, like, let's think about what we're really talking about. Like, you saying you want to put a human being behind bars or have him executed, this and that. For hurting an animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Logically, I can never wrap my head around a Shit. statement like that. You feel <laughs> me? Like a lot of these animals are quick to fucking kill us, too. Bruh, you... It's a food chain, bro. Like, a lion is gonna come at me and just fucking rip my heart out. Like <laughs> fuck me up, bro. Ain't it's no just, it's just how it works, man. I'm sorry. Oh, that's the good human. We're so not gonna hurt him. What are you gonna do? You, you gonna stop the cheetahs from fucking grabbing a zebra by the neck and ripping <laughs> its fucking vertebrae out? Oh, no, no, but that's different. That's in the jungle. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I'm in the jungle, too, nigga. That's why. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> hey, <bro. laughs> I got my own jungle. What's up, man, bro? But yeah, how, how, how like how long are we at right now? Oh, we at fifty three. Okay, I mean shit, bro. It was actually honestly, I like I actually fucked with this. Uh, where we kind of like changing this? Yeah, direction. you know, I feel like the non NBA fans and people who hate rap music can actually listen to this podcast. You feel me? They're <laughs> like, damn, like I'm learning something it. about them. Yeah, yeah. Instead of this week's top story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so how good do you think LeBron is? LeBron's the best, right? <laughs> nah, but um, but yeah, nah, man. That, that doesn't mean we're never gonna talk about the NBA again. Next week we're gonna be right back at it. It's Hell just yeah, a, you, you feel know, me? Slow news week for there. Hey, and for those of y'all that made it to this far, we appreciate y'all. You know what I mean? We recognize the ones that actually stay tuning in, the ones that actually hit us up about this. Like we, for real, man. We appreciate y'all even Love like y'all, man, for real. But um, another one in the books, my man. Another one. Well, shit. Until next week. It's your boy Ronnie. And I am Wally, the other side of the coin. Go get you a white claw, bitch!